Hello? What's up, girl? What happened after Tony <laughs> dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, hey, hey. <sighs> <laughs> What's up, Bob? What's up, Joy? <laughs> Oi, Joy. There it is. I, there it yeah. is. It doesn't quite feel right if it's not Oi, Joy. I know, and the funny thing is, um, you know, we've had people think I say, ahoy, Joy. <laughs> That's right. And I want everyone to know that the only semen I deal with goes down my throat. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, mm-hmm. It goes other places, too. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a show about truth, kids. It's the <laughs> truth and integrity show. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, integrity, the dying value of life. Uh, that's, the, that's the thing is, I think we were just having a conversation that we're not going to rehash on here, obviously, for keeping people's protect lives the, off the internet. Yeah, protect the guilty. <laughs> this is society we that's live in. That's an American that way. That is <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, like, that's the whole thing is, like, it's, good, it's a good topic because... <sighs> uh, yeah, it's it's hard to find... Sometimes you think you find it, and then the longer you have any kind of relationship with somebody, friendship, working, Mm -hmm. whatever, if you're like us and you're observant, and you start, it's like all the different interactions, like, ooh, that math doesn't, X is not equal and Y. And the thing of it is, is like, this math is not even hardcore math. It's like pre-algebra, if anything. I was anything. just going to say pre-algebra, yes. <laughs> it's not algebra. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really funny because you definitely, you know, as human beings, we have conversations with people and like you and I will have a conversation or you will have conversations with your other friends and blah, blah, blah. And you, you never really know. I don't want to put any kind of mental health issue on people and like cause trauma and the inability to trust people but you can't because you never really know what another person is saying about you like i mean like so like you've in this situation you had people like come to you and side with you and be on the same team and on the same level and then at the same time Smile in the offender's face. Smile in the offender's <laughs> face. Say complimentary things to the person, uh, knowing that this was the reason that no one liked that situation. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fascinating to me. It's w- one of those things, and you, I, you and I have talked about it specifically a lot of times, where you just have that moment where you feel like, maybe I'm the one who's, mm-hmm. like, you feel like you're alone on an island, Maybe it's me. Like, I think I'm right, but maybe I'm the only one who's wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you realize no. <laughs> you realize no, but people will make people you, make you think you're not. They no. make you think it. That's the whole thing is, like, there is a good history, and I don't have to tell a woman, and I don't have to tell a person of color, or a woman who is a person of color, mm-hmm. but of people gaslighting and making people feel like, their belief systems or things when they stand up for each themselves yeah. is wrong. Yeah. And like you can know it as a solid truth, but people will tell you you're wrong and you do question it. It mm. does take a toll on your mental health because a lot of the things you're like, yeah, did like, have I just always thought science existed and now 
you know. Yeah. I do. You do know. So anyways, no integrity. Um, and then I would like to somewhat segue. So it's not really integrity, but it's mm-hmm. about effort. Effort. <clears throat> and I'm going to go ahead and begin with my own faults because you and I have discussed okay. that I will not give up the word stupid or dumb. Right. <laughs> but I've evolved on many issues, right? Mm-hmm. Stupid or dumb, I'm not there. I need insults. Sometimes you need insults that aren't quote unquote R rated. Okay? And and are less hurt or soft salts. Softer. Yeah. Soft oh, I like that. Soft salts. <laughs> I'm inventing words and people aren't you picking are, them up. Well, literally. Listen, the other one you had displaced being. I was like, oh yeah. I hadn't heard it before, but I was like, and once you, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I guess tell people about your definition. Oh, so a d- I would is what I call displaced being as a person who is what you would call homeless or you know a person who lives in the streets. So mm-hmm. just displaced, yeah, like out. Like they used to use transient. I don't know if that's transient. Bad. Yeah, I don't know why. I I think. You know, transient use is, I believe, was in initially specific to people who would go to places at specific seasons, and uh, you would see like, okay, like migration kind yeah. of thing. So, like in the winter time, a Which person. There was a movie starring who? Who? Um, there was a movie about this, and like, is it like Edie Falco or something? Where oh, she's, she's a good actress. She works for Amazon so like she would travel in her RV and she would work at like a facility for a few months and then she would just kind of like I think maybe it's not her but nonetheless it was an Amazon Prime movie sorry I'm turning into that person do you know that movie with that person where they do the thing <laughs> that's the thing is I was like oh e- I like Edie Falco as an actress actor or actor um, but yeah, I don't watch a lot of her, their movies, so like I'm definitely was like, uh, ooh, maybe. Okay, so sorry. So coming back, sometimes you know what? When you get older, you diverge. So let's come back to the main street. Okay, we went down an alley. So I will not give up. This I promise I have a point. So I will not give up certain words, but at the same time, I have to come back to the pronoun game because mm-hmm. I understand that people struggle when. I first started hearing about pronouns in the work world, put it in the work world. There was like, especially older people. So people, I know that sounds wrong, but I'm in that category. Mm -hmm. People over 40 would be like, I've just, you know, I see you and my brain automatically goes he or she, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I get that. That's valid. But at the same time, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. I was like... In this situation, we were looking at a case study. The case study has, like, talks about two people, and it very clearly describes one of the individuals has, like, I will rename them, but their name was Lisa, okay? Which I get also confuses the older generation, but they were non-binary. Right. It's very clear in the instructions of the day, and, you know, you're reading through the whole thing. Now, there was one sentence that was written incorrectly, and it said, she... And I was like, hand up. I was like, hey, shouldn't this be they? Or are you talking about the supervisor who happened to be a she? Okay. So we're discussing the case and what we would do. And, like, how did you feel about what, you know, Carrie did to Lisa, blah, blah, blah. And it was like everybody at the table 
just kept insisting on saying she because they're used to mm-hmm. Lisa being a female name. And I'm like, it's staring you in the face in print. And I have plenty of time gotten it wrong, but I just want to ask when people realize you don't go, oh, I mean that. Like, you have to yeah. start making those corrections yeah. and then eventually it will get easier. I mean, the thing is, I feel like all people still misgender you know, when discussing it. But I think it's the fact of act like actively saying, I'm sorry. Like I, I say it in conversation when the person's not even there, mm-hmm. I will say, Oh, I'm sorry. I misgendered them. Absolutely. Like I am. And, and usually it's not, no one's throwing a brick in your face. Not no one's all. angry at you. Like you're acknowledging that you are working on that. Mm-hmm. And so, but some people just won't. But the thing was, uh, given the kind of work that we do, which we both work at a university, mm-hmm. I just want certain people to try harder. I want more. I want certain people to do better. Yeah. Realizing that I'm not perfect at it, but like you said, it's like if I'm talking about somebody and they're not there, same thing. It's like, oh, my bad. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. just it's just a simple acknowledgement. I think this also kind of speaks to the fact that when people make mistakes. They're like very rare to want to claim it. No. And when I fuck up, I'll be the first one to be Absolutely. like, oh, I really, my, my bad. And I will like reply all I fucked up. Absolutely. That's the thing is like, I feel like that's a trait both of us have. And uh, a good portion of our relationship is the ability to, I fucked up, sorry, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I mean, we all we both make mistakes. We don't point it out and make a big deal about it. But also, I, I you're saying you want more people to do better. I'm trying to not be a lower middle class person about this, but okay. I feel like the more money you make, literally the less things you do. So the more time you have. To fix your shit. <laughs> right, to work on it. Because honestly, it is worse. Like if a coworker misgenders somebody, then it's on you to tell that coworker mm-hmm. how you feel. Yeah. And, you know, that's what every lesson that you go through, everything on ethics, every single year, you're supposed to talk to the person first before it escalates. Yep. So, but whenever someone who's in power does it it feels different Mm -hmm. it feels like you can't talk to them right and you can't say and then anybody in the vicinity or area is going to say exactly what that person with more money says Mm -hmm. whether they manage them or not yes it's still status because this also goes to not even just pronouns, this goes to the way, the basic spelling of people's names. Yeah. Because some people have names that include accents mm-hmm. from different languages, and uh, this is an argument that I've had multiple times. Like, we should say, there are too many keyboard shortcuts, there's too many things in life, like I'm not saying you have to go inward, insert, and then find the symbol. There, are, You can Google anything and make your life easy. Absolutely. But yeah, I want you to take three seconds and spell it correctly. Well, so-and-so doesn't do it. And I'm like, and have we created an environment where they don't feel safe telling you, especially, that they like it spelled correctly? So just right. do the right thing 
regardless. I, I don't know why that's so hard. It's it's really hard. And I mean, like, it's... I mean, I the thing of it is, is, like, we've talked about on this show before, like, when someone says sir to me, it doesn't it doesn't click in my head that I'm a sir. Now, it, it because my idea of a sir is, like, a person in charge or a person... Uh, military situation like it doesn't it doesn't translate to on the street for me and that's me but like at the same time like when a person for example not saying it happens at work at all but when a person (laughs) specifically calls you by a name that you don't go by that nothing in their visible sight says Mm -hmm. that name yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a dead name for me. I'm not going to say I have transitioned and I don't use that name. But I have evolved past that name since the 90s. Right. And you have to go out of your way to find, find it. The and, s- and that's the thing is, like, I feel like when someone calls me Robert, mm-hmm. first of all, when I read it, I don't read it as me. Right. When people, who are they talking about? Who are they talking about? <laughs> when, I missed part of the conversation. When someone says it to me, that isn't my. The only people that actually say that to me, still in my life, are my grandma. But only when I'm being really crass and saying something funny that's probably sexual or weird, okay. my grandma will say. Robert like that <laughs> but like other than that that name doesn't exist to me yeah right and I mean it's been 26 years right. since I've used that name in anything other than people thinking they know me and sending mail like you know illegal things yeah, I and say, I, I should legal document. yeah I should legally change my name and I always talk about doing it but at the same time I think a lot of married women would tell you do not to go down that path. <laughs> no. Just because the effort that's required to change it everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. And, like, I don't even think I have enough time on earth to do all those documents over <laughs> again. Um, yeah, so we're kind of just floating through conversations today. I don't know if you want to midway through this podcast discuss what's happening next month so that we could get the band-aid off and oh, move yeah. on let's get the band-aid off okay so i have broken bob's heart <laughs> the tiny speck of heart that exists inside <laughs> the little sliver that was left she didn't stab me it's the figurative heart right just kind of like uh virtually shredded it a little bit and i i asked hey we're at episode such and such. Mm-hmm. What if we considered mm-hmm. moving toward the finale? The finale. Of the show. Right. So we have this episode and then we have one more. One more. And that will be a complete wrap up of what we've given you over the years. Yeah. So for we're like chopping the pieces up, putting the bodies in separate suitcases and dropping them different bodies of water. We are ending the show um, after four years on the podcast, two years on the radio show. So which is quite a run. Which is quite a wa- run and my brain had to do it on a five or a zero. <laughs> yes. 
and my ADHD brain said, if we go longer to a zero, I'm just going to hate it and not want to do it because I know it's going to end. It's like the end of a it's like the end of a relationship. <laughs> you don't want to deal with them anymore. You just don't want not you personally, but you know, coming up with ideas, talking. Yeah. <sighs> Which made sense when you yeah. said it. So we're ending it next month, August two thousand and twenty two mm-hmm. with episode one twenty five. Yeah. Good enough. Good enough. But But Bob is a creator, and yeah. you will see other things. Yeah, I have an idea already. Bob has had like six different ideas, and so they <laughs> will be bringing you something amazing, whether it's a radio show. Yeah, we don't know yet, but the heart was the sliver was broken for a second, and then mm-hmm. more ideas started coming. Like, well, I could do Flows. this, and I could do that, and I could. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it's definitely. Anyways, Bob is still speaking to me, thankfully. (laughs) (laughs) And we didn't, like, prolong this episode being dropped three weeks because of craziness. We had, uh, Joy was traveling. I was just not in the mood one day. I don't even remember why. But I wasn't feeling, yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the month. So it's, this is not, we didn't have a breakup. (laughs) I jokingly (laughs) told somebody that after, I was like, I haven't even talked to Joy in two weeks. And they were like, what? And I was like, I'm just joking. I just haven't seen her in almost two weeks. But, like, so we will continue on as in our friendships. Don't worry. Um, we're not ending it yet. <laughs> one day it will probably end, and Bob will be the one to end it. <laughs> I'll be in a puddle on the floor. Oh, whatever. <laughs> You'll move on. You've got things. you got friends. <laughs> But mm-hmm. uh, now that we've given the sad news, yeah. shall we give a little bit of happy science? You shared a fact with me yeah. that I was not aware of. Yeah. And I thought it was so damn good that the people needed to know in case they don't. So um, I, I, this is a big secret, but I'm a homosexual. What? Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, I've been a homosexual since uh, I found the book about being a <laughs> homosexual. Homosexual. No, I've been out for a very long time. Right. My family has adjusted and deals with, or, you know, like I said, never gave them an opportunity to care, like ask questions or even give me. It didn't ask permission to be gay. I was born that way. Thank you, Lady Gaga. But, um, <laughs> so I have a cousin who works in the dental profession, and, you know, I, folks, the way I talk on the podcast is actually mild compared to how I talk in real life. True. <laughs> so, like, I, and I'm not a filtered person for anybody, man, woman, child, beast, nope. anything, I cuss and talk sexually of, in front of people which probably I, was, I even had a dream about that the other night like how inappropriate uh, inappropriate inappropriate how am I fucking talking um, that I can be in front of people's children and um, yeah so and we'll get into the dream but anyway so family knows I'm gay we'll randomly talk about sex I talked to my aunt my favorite aunt I talked to her like we talk about sex and we joke about stuff and like 
all the time. And so her daughter is uh, work has worked in the dental industry since 18. So she's worked a 30 plus years. She's worked in the dental industry in one way, shape, or form. And she will anytime I talk about sucking dick, she will bless you. <laughs> she will t- remind me that your dentist or doctor for that matter would probably be able to tell but they can tell when you've given a blowjob which i was like what no which i didn't go into it because you said stop let's talk about the podcast so you get your soft tissue in the back of your throat and in your gums gets slightly bruised from a member massively jamming (laughs) at the soft tissue (laughs) So, so the bruising goes away quite rapidly, like with with water or anything bruising wise, you know, drink a lot of water, (laughs) your bruises will go away. Um, But like two to three days, it's gone. Okay. So that's why sometimes you feel like you have a sore throat afterwards. Um, It's the soft palate that's bruised and healing and right. So once anything's bruised, white blood cells rush to the area, create inflammation to heal quickly but y'all didn't know i knew that shit and so that's what i told joy and uh yeah so if you didn't know um if you go into the dentist and you want to don't want to feel a certain way maybe wait like don't give head a good excuse for your husband is i have a dental appointment on friday I can't give you head until Saturday. See, and my head was going the opposite way. I was like, you know somebody's going to hear this. And they're going to be like, I've got to do a science experiment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give head right before I have an appointment, the day before, whatever. And then you know they're going to ask. Right. Hey, does my throat, uh, my gums, do they look all right? Is anything? Well, the thing... <laughs> Try it if you dare. Like... Obviously, I feel like it's a conversation that probably happens within. Oh, yeah. They're not going to tell you, but I just say. Yeah. Because it's going to be like, oh, did you know that Bob was gay? <laughs> How would you know? Well, he, they just had a dental cleaning today. <laughs> and I'm the dental hygienist, so I know. And that's all I have to say. And that's all I have to and say. Dennis is like, got it. <laughs> So watch your soft palates, folks. <laughs> or maybe just suck a small one. You know, like do do a favor. A random act of kindness. See, you're breathing heavily, but that's a random act of kindness. It's sucking a small penis. Sw- Look, sucking a small penis and pretending to gag is a massive trick I have. Um, it'll make the person feel amazing about themselves, right. and, you know, maybe they'll tip you at the end. <laughs> But there is a difference, you know, so people, you can just stay at the head. Like if someone asks me for head, this is going into a whole half direction. But if someone says, give me head, I don't think I'm sucking your dick. I think I'm on the head. Like that's all I'm working. Because there are specific, there are things to penises that maybe. You know, people don't know, but some people have the whole entire penis is not necessarily sensitive. Right. So people have different feelings in different sections. Some people can't handle like the head being touched or dealt with and only in the shaft. So like when people say that to me, I take it as literal. 
You're like, I have received your order, and let's and go. I'm not going past the head. All right. So no, I could get my teeth cleaned the next day and be completely safe and acknowledged. And what does this teach you, kids? Words matter. Words do matter. Like integrity. <laughs> <laughs> It's not for old people anymore. No. Um, well, that was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So. But important information has no time limit. No. <laughs> Knowledge is around you. Uh-huh. Everyone will go out and look this up now. Hopefully. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like the more you know, right? <laughs> Didn't we have some kind of thing? I thought we did. Now you're going to have to play all of them. Uh, what the what? <laughs> we haven't played that one in a minute. There you go. The more you know. Why it gotta be black? Why it gotta be black? All these things are applying right now to me. No, <laughs> 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 yeah, even kitty cats. Um, yeah. So do you have anything else randomly to toss into this? I don't know if I do. I feel like we have covered quite the amount of ground. Um, I just want to say that I am very sex worker positive, as right. we've discussed. We have. Um, and I really want what's best for the sex worker industry. Now, when I mean sex worker, I mean people who actually have a reason for why they're doing things. Not just random people who think that they have a big enough dick for you to drop $10 on it. Right. Um, but I want that conversation to happen at the beginning. So what I'm finding in the gay world of apps is that you'll have a full-on conversation with somebody about hooking up with them, getting all the way to the very end of the point of the address, and then they ask for money. Just ask me for money at the beginning. Save all my time. Yes. Why, I feel like it's worse for you if you're requesting it to go, why are you wasting that much time? Just start up front. You know what I mean? And I realize maybe people feel like, oh, it's the rejection, so they want to start off soft. No, no, no. You, If you want it, you got to be strong enough to take the no. Right. Absolutely. throw it out enough times, you're going to get the yes. Uh, Persistence. There are statistics. You will get one. Yeah. You will always catch one fish. It might be the smallest fish, and you don't want it, and you can't eat it. But you did go fishing, two fish, and you caught a fish. So your goal was met. That was quite a while on that metaphor, but thank you. The picture is complete. We understand. If nothing else, I can paint a visual picture. You really can. <laughs> Maybe I should be the next Bob Ross. You know I love Bob Ross. I love. You know what the thing is? Have you met someone that doesn't? No, but if they, if I did, I would think there's something seriously fucked up with you. Oh, oh I, I completely oh. remember now. Okay. What I want, there was something I wanted to bring up the podcast, and it has specifically to do with people of color. And I'm tired of, no. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be a twist? Um, <laughs> I find it amazing that 
whenever like a black person says they like country music, not that I'm amazed by that point, but I'm amazed that other white people are amazed because <laughs> I I was thinking about that today and I don't even remember what triggered it, but I was like what do they think they do? Just sit and wait for the next rap album to come out yeah. or the next all black cast movie? Yeah. Like, you know, it's our lives and our world is a shared experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have definitely had share our love of 80s movies and the craziness and the randomness of the, those said movies, yeah. right? Like, none of those movies to me scream a black centric. Except for Enter the Dragon. But other than that, like, nothing says to me that this is a black movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't understand why people are like, she so, likes Karate Kid? How could she like Red Sonia? Yeah. How could she like, you know, like these types of things. Like, whenever people are shocked. Yeah. Like, it's more with music like you started with than it is with movies. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when black people started sharing how much they love Paramore on TikTok. Oh or my Boy God, George people, or like, anything any like that. Thi- yes. Yeah, like people basically cream themselves over. They're like, I can't even believe, like they can't get enough. Or like especially black people who love metal. Yeah. That is its own niche, especially on like TikTok. Like people like duetting because they're just like, I can't believe. It's like, and I it's mean, the f- there are, there's, there's everyone for everything. Yeah. Like someone, you know what I mean? Like each group. Yeah. Like I said, it's a shared experience. Like everything is for everything. Mm-hmm. And while people are like, you know, things that saying things are getting too woke and like there's too much representation now. And this it's a vision of what the actual world is. So it's just like including people to complete the scene. It doesn't necessarily mean that you know oh people of color and gay people are taking over which we are but like it's that kind of thing it's like you don't you you think you're like thinking these things are ours but like right if black people had to wait to watch a movie until the next black movie came out think about that in the 90s and 80s exactly and if that's the case then there should be no white people allowed to come to the black movies and and yeah. I have stated that before. I, yes, <laughs> I know you have. I know you have. So, I don't know. And it's like on this, the same token. So, you know, uh, Jordan Peele has another movie coming out. Nope. Yeah. And so, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, who I love, mm-hmm. um, has been doing press. And I saw one thing where somebody said, well, you know, you seem to have done more projects with black directors. Is that like a conscious effort? And the he, he gave a much more eloquent answer. But the right. gist of his answer was... I follow the characters, and when something's a fully fleshed out character, I'm in. But also, nobody's asking, you know, like um, Bradley Cooper or Jessica Lang. I can't even think, but like nobody's asking these actors. Oh, you seem to be choosing a lot of white directors right. for your projects. What gives? And it's like one of those moments where, you, like, you could hear the audience go, "Oh," and it's like. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that so earth shattering? That concept, right? And that's the whole thing. Is like there's, yeah, and but that's that's white mentality, right? Because me and my friends were talking about this when we went to the movies last week, and we're actually going to see Nope tomorrow at the midnight show. But like, um, that whole thing of like when people are in areas in which they only see white people. Like, they think, and they only see white people in power, mm-hmm. that they think 
that it's a white man driving his thing. And, like, realistically, they would probably drop and die when they found out that that white person was Jewish. Or, you know, like, something else, you know, or, like, their name (laughs) is ambiguous and doesn't say anything, and so they don't know. And, number one, they don't fucking pay attention to who the directors are. The only reason Jordan Peele is talked about as a director is because he's a black man, Mm -hmm. because he's had to carve out this space for himself. And yes, we've had Spike Lee. Yes, we've had other directors. But we're not actively seeing them in the Spielberg areas and, like, that kind of level. And so, like, the fact that you have to state that he's a black man, Mm -hmm. like, is the problem to begin with. Absolutely. Bye.